Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the interview show right here on Brands Tech. I hope that everyone has been doing well. So, of course, first of all, I am Brandon, and today I am joined today by today's interview guest, Matthew. Thank you once again for coming here. Hey, and my it's my pleasure, man. I always love to be here. I love to talk about all these things we talk about. It's a very interesting topic, so I'm excited to see what's in store for today. Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, as as I always begin, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for asking. Feeling uh, feeling real peachy. I had a headache earlier, but I think I was just dehydrated, so I'm feeling a hundred, feeling pretty good right now. That's great to hear. I'm glad that you're feeling better. So for today's topic, um, one of the things that we'll be discussing is is really mental health and really how technology has affected it, especially with social media. And so I know um, from what we were discussing a little earlier was that yeah, this topic really uh, came to mind not too long ago. Are you able to tell us a little bit about that? Oh yeah, perfect timing. Because um, so I, I think a day or two ago, my parents were like all like nagging all of me, like me and my brothers. They're like, "Hey, we want you want we want us to, to sit down on the couch as a family, and we're gonna watch this documentary on Netflix. It's about social media." And I was like, "Oh, yeah," because it's coming from my parents. I was like, "Oh my!" God. At first, I was thinking, "Oh, not this again." And then, you know, it was it was all right. It's called the Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. So if any of you have Netflix and are interested in this kind of stuff, I'd say give it a watch. It's actually really well made, pretty professional and it's just kind of informative all around and it was just basically talking about um you know technology as a whole and it's just implications like the uh, you know as a on society and how technology is really like a double-edged sword and how we're not really paying enough attention to that negative side of it you know and how we're all focused on the good stuff and like maybe the the okay stuff that technology can do but on the other hand you know we're kind of ignoring the dangerous implications that technology has for you know near future and you know the the so i guess they they were kind of saying even to an extent like the survival of us as a species because they're saying like if technology goes like un like unchecked for this long you know it could actually have some like serious serious side effects or consequences actually consequences yeah, that's really interesting to hear. And, you know, I've heard a lot of great things about that documentary. And one, one of these days, I'll have to definitely take some time, you know, whenever I had the chance to watch it. Because, you know, like I said, for me, as, a, as someone who majors in the communications field, you know, I think this idea of really how, you know, all of this really plays into our everyday lives, I think, is really important to understand. And so, you know, of course, as uh, a lot of people know, Technology and society really is like a topic I am quite quite fond of. So, you know, this is overall like a great, you know, beginning of a discussion about this. And so, you know, so what are your personal thoughts about, you know, about social media, both the good and bad in your opinion? And then how about how it relates to mental health? Well, I think, and this might be a little biased because I'm kind of pulling from what I heard in the in the documentary, but and I guess because you know I, I agree with most of what they said. It's I think that social media can and you know is a force for good because it just it helps bring people together and helps like put you out there in the world. It kind of helps people connect, but then at the same time, you know, people aren't realizing that oh, they're 
what you know the effects of social media is like doing online is like creating unrealistic standards you know kind of making people who uh you know it's making people who aren't as like it's making okay so here's what i'm trying to say it's basically like making good things greater and kind of making bad things worse because like it's kind of like i would say social media is like a microphone so it's not necessarily bad in itself but if you say something good then it'll be like amplified a thousand times but if you say something bad that bad thing will also be amplified a thousand times so really it's kind of like it's up to us as people of how we use it and some people just you know they choose to do not so good things with it like promote violence promote hate speech and all that negative stuff promote like you know uh polarizing political views and all that stuff and then some people use it for good you know that you know they share nice things online or they're like you know positive and stuff and they're just you know really wholesome and like accepting all around so it just depends on the user in my personal belief it's like the site itself isn't necessarily bad but it's just more of the users behind it yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I completely agree with that. And I love your analogy about the microphone. I think that's a great one. And so, you know, kind of like for me, in terms of, you know, how I see social media, I, I completely agree with you. And, and actually, I think that relates a bit in how I see, you know, technology as a whole, really, is how, you know, it's not really inherently good or bad, but rather it depends on how you use it and, you know, and what you use it for. And so I definitely think that, yeah, as you mentioned, it's so easy to you know, to see it as one way or the other. But, you know, you really have to see things, you know, from the whole perspective all the way around. And so, yeah, and so for you, yeah, I know that, you know, that you said that, you know, as, that especially for you having just seen you know, the documentary, that you are now a little bit more, I guess, aware of, you know, about all of this, but what are your, some of your personal views about, you know, how, I guess, how social media and other stuff online should be used? I think, you know, because I think it, people, like, it should be used basically, because that's, uh, not gonna lie, that's kind of like a tough question. It's, it's pretty broad, and I think it should be used, you know, how people, like, oh, this is a tough one, I don't know. But, you know, like, uh, technology should be used the way that people, you know, in a positive way that may that, you know, it only enforces other people. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be really used as like a source for, you know, negative, negativity or hatred. But obviously that's impossible. We don't live in a perfect world. People are always going to be like that. And I think, you know, like that's something about social media that we can never really change because there's always going to be people out there you know, you're never going to truly get rid of them and and just the way that you know the sites are run inherently it's kind of hard to get rid of that kind of um, that kind of system of operating if you if, if what i got if i was trying to say got through yeah absolutely and yeah I, I completely agree that that was yeah a bit of a hard question it was hard for me to even say it so yeah that's definitely something you know to think about really and so yeah, I know in terms of social media that a lot of times, you know, many of us, I'm not sure about your own personal habits, but I know for many of us, it's so easy for us to spend a ton of time like on social, you know, social media or other online sites simply because, you know, one, it has a lot of live interaction. And so, you know, you can chat with people in real time, for example, like with messenger services, you know, you can simply just you know, message people immediately and get real-time responses. 
And so, you know, it's very hard you know, to really, you know, put down a device when someone could be messaging you that you're just, you know, now missing or with social media, the endless doom scroll of, you know, of just going through posts. And so have you had any personal experiences like in terms of just, I guess, getting lost in the shuffle for like social media of our online sites? I used to actually, I don't know what happened. Like something changed where it was like, I kind of stopped doing it, but back, I think last year during my, uh, junior year, it was just kind of like, I'd be lost on like Reddit or Instagram or Twitter, not really Twitter. I, I kind of joined Twitter recently, but Reddit and Instagram, I just kind of be st- scrolling through the feed, just reading all these posts or, you know, scrolling through the Instagram feed and looking at all those pictures or memes or whatever. And I just kind of get lost and before I know before you know it I'm just kind of like you know it's already like what five six after I got from school and you haven't done any of my work and it's already dinner and by the time you're done with that you know you're just kind of tired you don't want to do anything but you know that's just how it was for me but then something changed this year where I don't really use it as often as I do I don't know maybe it's just because since I did it a lot you know in the first maybe a couple weeks of quarantine and then you know once you do something a lot or for me you kind of get bored of it if it's especially if it's like the same thing just scrolling scrolling so i'm lucky that i was able to break it i still use my phone a lot don't get me wrong but i just don't i don't really feel like i'm necessarily like trapped by social media because i rarely go on social media anymore i'm just on it to watch youtube which i guess you could say is a form of social media but that's kind of for debate yeah i definitely agree with the debate part as to you know how exactly youtube should qualify but yeah, but I would almost also argue that in terms of YouTube, I mean, I think it's also rather easy to, you know, even go from YouTube video to YouTube video for several hours and really begin to lose track of time. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, that, that's pretty big for me. Well, not like sometimes I'll just sit down on the couch and I'll just keep watching, even if there's just these dumb videos. Or sometimes they'll recommend videos I've already watched before and I'll still click them and just kind of rewatch them. And then that's how that's now how I kind of waste hours of my day. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's such an interesting thing, especially with like the whole perception of time. And I know how you mentioned, you know, this uh, COVID-19 pandemic that we're still in, but hopefully not for too much longer. But, you know, it, it's sort of where our perception of time has, I think, really changed over this past year or so, um, especially in relation to how we interact with you know, technology, for example. It feels like you know, I guess that time has both moved rather quickly and has also stood still. Oh yeah, the, mm-hmm. I think we've I think we kind of made a comment about that in one of our previous episodes. But yeah, definitely, where it's like it feels like it's so slow, but at the same time you blink and you're like, oh, it's already May, or we're already graduating, or I'm right off to college. But then each individual day seems like a grind. You know, you just think, oh, you're looking at the clock, and it's like, is it just going to be tomorrow already? And you know, before you know it it's already like 57 tomorrow's and it's like you know you know it's you're graduating you're done with high school well if you want to say done because you know this year has kind of been a bit of a train wreck but that's that's a, that's a topic for another day yeah yeah very true and so yeah in terms of you know i guess a part of that um in terms of mental health is that I think a lot of times, especially like on sites such as Instagram, um, as well as other forms of social media, of course, um, such as Facebook, Twitter, what have you. But, you know, I think a lot of us tend to use the platform to show off our successes or, you know, or maybe what we're doing now. So it might be, 
you know, today I just won so-and-so award, you know, today I just, you know, I just got recognized as the, I don't know, the most valuable student or I was on the dean's list. Yeah, I graduate. And I think it's so easy to, I guess, get lost in that and really like feel as if that, you know, that you're not really doing as much, especially in comparison to, you know, people that you see online, for example. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You comp- you're always like, I think, what's it called? I, this might be stealing a little bit from the documentary, so I don't really want to, like, I'm trying to, like, word it so it's, like, you know, not really trying to take too much, but, yeah. like, social media is kind of, especially, like, sites like Instagram. I think Instagram is probably the worst, where it's, like, you're always just setting yourself up to get like compare you're always comparing you see other other posts on the feed are like oh wow what, why am i not doing this or why is this person doing better than me or you know this person's having a much greater time than i am and you know it just kind of sets up sets you up for failure really where you're just kind of like always comparing yourself and you never look back at yourself and say am i you know complacent with what i'm doing you know just look and maybe you are and then and, and if you if you never saw those posts in the first place you'd never have a bad day because you know they say ignorance is bliss so and um Actually, to add on to that, I feel like the mental health thing, it's like, it's also about like the way that social media sites are designed where it's like, um, it's like, you know, the slot machines at Vegas where it's like you, first of all, when your phone is, even when your phone is off, like my phone, you know, you're staring at it and then you're like, it's a black screen. And then like, you know, you just kind of keep peeking at it. Like if it's just sitting on the edge of your desk and you're just kind of like itching, you're like, is when is it going to go off again? So I can check it. And then you're just kind of like, it's, and then when it does, you just get that kind of rush. You're like, oh, I got a new notification. I got to go check it out. Or, you know, and you just got to keep like, you just kind of keep checking it and you just can't really get off of it. And even the same thing when you're on the phone, it's like, you know, when you go scroll and refresh your feed and it's going to be randomized every time it's going to be a new post at the top and you never know. So it's kind of like, oh, what am I going to get? So the way that it's just like a combination of the way that the app is designed to you know, the what's on the, the content on the app to like, you know, what you're doing on the app, you can all just, it's just kind of like a huge like mess of different types of you know feelings and emotions and like chemicals rushing through your brain kind of like commanding you almost to feel a certain way like you're not even in control of your own body yeah that is very true and while i was actually about to ask this one question but one of the things that you've actually brought up is how you know that you sometimes may feel the need to like constantly like refresh the feed or you know or yeah just yeah, the phone's just off, but sort of where you're just waiting for the message. You know, you may have just sent a message to someone. It's like, have they responded yet? You know, why haven't, why are they taking so long? And it may have even just been like a minute. But I think, yeah, a part of our mentality, I guess now, especially with such instant communication that we have available to us, is that we feel as if everything should should almost happen like immediately where mm-hmm. like if we if we message someone they need to respond back like now <laughs> yeah but sometimes you just kind of forget that people have their own lives and just you know they have their own things to do and you know when you don't get that instant you kind of feel like you start to think oh 
what's going on you know you start to jump to conclusions and i i, I have to admit i fall prey to that sometimes where it's like i'm texting someone and they kind of go away for 10 minutes or you know 20 minutes i'm like where'd they go did i do something there's something happening you know just kind of like you jump to conclusions without even realizing that they, they might have just taken a bathroom break or just you know went out to do something or they just because you know sometimes they just kind of go and disappear without telling you you're just like you know it's like you, you just gotta be patient and wait it out yeah definitely yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think, I think for me, on an unrelated note, you know, that tends to happen, like, right when you're in the middle of, like, this really important-ish conversation right before you ask someone something, and they just... They just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I think that brings up an important point, though, that, you know, we don't really... I don't know, it's almost where we don't have as much of an allowance to really be patient anymore especially like in this new digital world it's where you know with everything being so instant and even you know in terms of if you you know just had a question or you're curious about something you know you don't need to come home and you know type up to the computer go to wikipedia or even like you know before the hand like you know search up in the encyclopedia or ask a professor or what have you you know you can just ask alexa um or google and I'm sure I just alerted people's devices, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, you can just ask one of them or something and yeah, you can get the information in an instant. And so it's almost where, I don't know, it's almost where we don't have that same ability to really just, I don't know, I guess, wait anymore. What do you think? Yeah, true. And it's just kind of, I think everything it's, it's there and everything technology related where it's like instant gratification. You just get like, you put something in, you get it out immediately. And it's, I don't, I feel like it's not bad, but at the same time, it kind of, it's been, I've been conditioning us to like expect things immediately from like everything. And I think the one place that I see it the most is probably well, I don't want to say it. it's not, it's not really that bad, but I think I see it a lot in video games where it's kind of like, and a lot of the games that you see, you know, like um, those simulator games, like the reason that people play those games, I think, is the reason they're popular is because it allows you to do things in, that you can do in real life but faster. And just, you know, like, let's say you're playing some sort of, I'm trying to think of a good one here. I don't know, I can't think of some, anything off the top of my head, but you just kind of like, you do an action and you get it done and it doesn't, it doesn't take as long if it were to do, if it were to do in real life, which is why I think those kind of games are so popular because like, oh, bless you. I know you had you muted, but I just saw you sneeze, but um, it's just kind of those things where like you see it and you just get it immediately and you don't have to wait for anything or even like digital transactions because you know, if you buy something. You know, you have to go drive or, you know, go order it. And it takes some time because like that physical, at, like the process of going through and like traveling and getting it or ordering it and having to wait for it to be delivered. You know, it takes time. And then like even in the age of like digital processing where everything is digital, even what you're buying, like, you know, skins and games or like cryptocurrencies or whatever, like online transactions or whatever, you just kind of get it done in an instant. And people's, you know, like that's just causing people to like kind of expect things to come faster. And it's just, I think, maybe that might even be one of the reasons kind of like why our you know attention spans are getting so low because you know if you ever realize you know yeah, something's not loading you just kind of you leave it and then you do something else so you try to come back to it later or hit refresh after if your youtube video doesn't even load for like maybe two or three seconds you know you already hit the refresh button or you already hit the backspace and you're just like you're trying to find something else to do so i don't know 
yeah that is very true and i've been definitely guilty of that myself like yeah yeah i i think i've done my best to yeah of course try to limit as much i guess screen time as possible in certain instances but i know especially over these past few weeks of scheduling podcast guests and this and that it's just sort of been like okay i sent them this thing you know it's been like three days you know where's the the response or something but yeah sometimes i think you just almost have to take a moment and you know just breathe in breathe out and just you know people have lives so you know i think really just you know i guess almost relearning how to be patient and just i guess wait for things i think has been something that we've almost had to do both in the digital world and during this pandemic and so what do you think are some ways that you know, someone can really, you know, I guess, what's the word? Uh, I guess what I'm, I'm looking to ask is, what do you think are different ways that people can really, I guess, try to take back their time almost, and I guess, you know, really help out, you know, their mental health in terms of technology? Because as you know, as we've discussed, you know, both today and previously, you know, we tend to use our devices and stuff for a lot of different things now. So it can definitely be, be a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, though I think the one most obvious solution to that is just get off your phone more, you know, just put it down. Don't, you know, and just don't use it as much. Or, you know, if you need help with that kind of, there's apps for that, you know, they have those screen time apps and there's like, you know, different apps that monitor your tracking if you're just kind of curious about how much you spend on your phone. And, you know, it's basically just that but at the same time you can also just kind of like if you if you have like the time you're just kind of like when you're scrolling you just ask yourself you know should i really be doing this or should i is this something is there is there a better way i could be spending my time and that's actually kind of harder than it seems because you know you just want to keep scrolling you don't actually feel like doing anything else you know just that introspective look of like could i be doing something better you know it just kind of like maybe it should be like a little wake-up call like oh i could be instead of scrolling through instagram i could be doing some homework or i could be cleaning the house or doing some chores or kind of doing something else you know just to kind of help you get off your butt and just kind of like do something else for for a change all right oh i would actually what i'm planning to do is kind of like slowly cleanse my phone because i have a lot of like social media I have, you know snapchat twitter instagram all the all the social medias and i've just been kind of thinking you know i kind of want to get off all of them because you know i just instagram i don't even use it that much but it's just i, I feel like it's just not really like that good of an app in the first place it might just be me who knows because like, i'm not really like i don't have a lot of followers and so i don't post a lot so yeah, maybe that's just easy for me to say because i don't have like anything to lose but maybe if you told that to like an influencer who had like you know thousands or even millions of followers to get rid of their account and then kind of ghost they probably wouldn't they would, have, they would have a harder time saying yes to that than me and you know twitter I don't really use Twitter for much other than following like people that I watch on YouTube, like content creators and maybe like several, not like politicians, but like kind of people who are just kind of, I don't know what to call them, but they just kind of like make commentary and stuff and you know, all those kind of people. So I might even get rid of Twitter too and snap, you know, just kind of, you just use that to talk, but you know, you have a phone, you can just text them. So, you know, just get their numbers and just text them instead, you know, Reddit, 
I might, you know, Reddit's kind of like where you can just kind of read and look at, you know, posts and stuff about variety. I just use that on my computer, I think. So that's how I'm trying to like reduce my usage. But I think it'll take time because even I, I got to admit, it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy for me to, for me to quite let go of these things just yet. But I kind of want to. The, the premise of that documentary kind of made me feel like, man, I kind of, that, that would seem like something that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I did. No, no, you're fine. I just I was trying to say something, but I couldn't think of the words. Okay. Well, you know, if you if you do think of it, just feel free to yeah come on in and say it. But but yeah, I mean, for me, I you know, as someone who I think I've always been very conscious of you know I guess screen usage and really how you know how it can really impact someone. Yeah, I think I've always been very like I said very conscious of it. But despite that, you know. Just like you were saying, like I've also been someone who's, yeah, you know, on on occasion it might be where, you know, just scrolling through all of these endless apps, and so I also have actually just I was writing down today actually that I want to really just go through like my phone, just just start deleting things. Um, unfortunately for me though, as someone who, yeah, I do have some job and stuff that need me to post up on social media and. Yeah, whatever. So I can't quite as easily delete stuff. Um, last year, I actually, when the pandemic hit, I had actually reduced a lot of my screen time, especially like on Instagram and stuff. In fact, even for, even for my content creation pages, I mean, I don't even post that much. I mean, simply because, for me, I mean, as a content creator who just puts out stuff, I don't really, I don't know. It, it sounds almost like a. Yeah, oxymoron as a content creator who doesn't put stuff on, who doesn't like really putting stuff online. But, you know, I think the idea is that, as you said, like there's so much other stuff that you can really do with your time that it's sort of where I don't want to focus so much on like, yeah, all of this stuff needs to be on my, yeah, on my Instagram page and this and that or whatever the case may be. It's like, you know, there's so much other stuff that you can do with that time. And like for me, I love writing, and so yeah, I really love being able to take some time and just you know write a little or whatever the case may be in that that instance, and really be able to see you know and be able to really see the world. Like if I were to go on a vacation, I think a lot of us would probably spend a lot of time trying to take a picture of every single yeah you know, every single thing, but not really you know actually enjoy the vacation. I mean. Yes, I mean I love pictures, so I will take all the pictures. But yeah, I would like to also enjoy the moment, so that way, you know, three, four years from now, I can say, "Oh, I really enjoyed my trip," and not just, "Oh, here's a picture of the thing I never explored." <laughs> yeah, I feel you. That's kind of like you know, I have I, I we whenever I go on vacation, it's always with my family. So you know, the, you know how moms are, you know, they always love taking pictures. So my mom's always like every five minutes, "Oh, let's take a picture of that." And I know she means well, you know, she's just trying to capture memories, but. Every once in a while, I think, you know, mom, you can chill with the pictures. You have one or two, you know, or three or four, you know, of, of different landmarks or different places we've been or different things we've done. So, you know, maybe you don't need to take as many pictures because at the end, if there's a million pictures, what are we going to ever have the time to like sort through each one and be like, oh, I remember that time. And then, you know, five in the next picture, oh, that was us, you know, 10 minutes later, you know, and it's just kind of like have the same plastic smiles, you know, you're just like not really you know truly like you know it's just kind of like fake almost and that's kind of like one thing for me it's like 
I kind of like not ruining the picture, but I kind of like making it like goofy, like, you know, being goofy in the picture because at least, you know, or pictures when like, you know, the family's all chaotic, they're all like looking at each other, like, oh, someone blinked or, you know, I like those kind of pictures better because those, you know, those stand out. You see those pictures and you think, oh, I remember that one, you know, like we were all fighting or like, you know, we tripped over something or, you know, like someone got hit or, you know, whatever. It's something like, you know, crazy. And that's how you remember that picture instead of, you know, just, oh, we're all just like, you know, smiling, like, you know, back straight, you know, wide smile, you know, dead eyes, like straight you know it's like you know those kind of pictures those are nice but you know at the end of the day nothing really memorable happened so i don't know that's just kind of my take on it but that might, might not everyone might agree with that because you know, everyone some people like that really like picture perfect it's got to be like it's got to look good and i feel like people who do that they might have just lost sight of what the picture was for in the first place but yeah you know, so that's just me i know that might be a little like unpopular no i i completely agree with that kind of like for me i like a lot of my pictures more so of like I'm making this up. So, like, you know, if we're at the beach, I actually want a picture of, like, actually us at the beach and not, like, me sitting next to, like, the sign that's just, like, hey, I'm at the beach. <laughs> you know, it's, like, I want to actually be able to really, you know, explore. And I feel like if there's a picture, you know, that almost needs to, like, represent something and not just, like, a, you know, been here, done that. And, you know, that's, and, yeah, it probably is unpopular. I, I have a lot of photographer friends, so I'm sure some of them might disagree with me, but... You know, I, I really definitely agree with you on that point. And so and so for you, like, have you ever taken like, you know, maybe a day or hour, you know, whatever the case may be voluntarily and just like, you know, whether it's like a you know, day without your phone or day without social media or even longer? Oh, no, I haven't. I'm not strong enough for that. But that is something that I've kind of had as an idea in the back of my head is like one of these days I'm going to put down my phone. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave it. I'm not gonna use it. I'm just gonna maybe spend some time on my computer, play some games, go outside, maybe go study at the library, go exercise, do something other than use my phone. But the thing is, like, I, the more that I think about it, the more that I not need, but the more that I rely on my phone for all those things. Like at the library, I kind of use my phone to listen to music as I work. When I go to the gym, I have an app on my phone for workouts. So like, you know, that's how I get my, where I, what I'm going to do for that one session or whatever. You know, when I'm at home, I just use it for YouTube or whatever. So it's kind of like, the more you think about it, the more our phones have kind of like metaphorically attached themselves to us and the harder they are to get off. So uh, that might, you know, be human error. That might kind of just be the way that people have designed like the phone and the apps to work where it's kind of like, it's become like a metaphorical extension of our bodies. And that's kind of hard to remove kind of like a parasite, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, we could probably speak about this for, for hours, probably. But, you know, this is just such a great, you know, conversation, really great thing that you point out. I mean, even for, yeah, even for people to, you know, really, like, I guess, go into whatever, whatever it is they do. Like, if you're really into fitness, you might, you know, rely on, like, your, you know, your smartwatch or Apple Watch, whatever. Um, whatever it is or you know if you're into you know yeah if you are a photographer maybe you rely on instagram to you know to post all your pictures or whatever the case may be yeah i think we all have almost come to really i guess putting like a full reliance on it that it's almost where you know it it's very rare that you that it's like you begin to notice like how attached we really are to this stuff i mean 
even as you just pointed that out, like with the fitness thing, I mean, you know, I've always been one who really likes being active, but, you know, but really thinking about it though, I rely on like Samsung Health on my, on my Galaxy um, Gear Watch to really, you know, see like what my step count is for the day, what's my heart rate, and it's sort of where, I guess sometimes we almost forget to realize that we were able to do this stuff before, you know, before all of this modern technology. And so really being able to use this to, you know, use it as a tool, but not become reliant on it. Mm -hmm, definitely. And actually, that's one of the major points of that documentary, going back to the documentary, where it's like, it's kind of getting harder and harder for you to kind of detach yourself from your phone but it's not necessarily your fault it's more of the way that the you know the programmers and the big tech companies kind of design that to be used because in the end you know i don't know if everybody probably already knows this but it's basically all these social media sites even youtube google it's it's an ad platform with like little games like quote-unquote games in between because all in the end the only way that those big tech companies make money is by ads so they've got to figure out the most the, or the the best way to keep you hooked keep you staying on the app so that you can look at ads and potentially buy things and you know just kind of keep the money coming because you know that's where the that's where all the um, the tech stuff the tech companies get their money is through ad revenue so if you're not on their app they're losing money so you know they, they're just trying to find out the best way to keep you engaged keep you hooked on that app or the phone or keep you hooked on your phone or you know whatever app you're using at all costs or any or all means necessary you know whether or not that'll have a negative or positive impact on like your psychology or like your health mentally yeah absolutely yeah and like I said, that's a great topic in and of itself and so yeah it's almost a little unfortunate that we can't get to like every single you know every single point and yeah you know, in this one episode but yeah i think this is really just a part of just an ongoing discussion and so yeah overall i think it's really interesting as we you know continue to really dive down that but with that being said we'll continue this interview in just a moment so please stay tuned And I am still here with Matthew J. Peralta. So for our final thoughts, you know, is there anything that you'd like to add on to what we're saying to really begin to wrap up um, this episode? Oh, yeah. You know, so don't look at what we said as like, oh, you know, don't like it's not a we're not demonizing technology or social media. It's a force for good. You just got to learn how to use it properly. And just kind of like, if you ever feel like you're kind of losing to your phone, just kind of take a step back, kind of look at yourself and just be like, you know, I'm in control. So you can set your own limits. And it's harder than it sounds. It's easier said than done, but you know, it's, you got to sometimes just focus and think about it. But other than that, you know, that's all I really have to say. And Oh, if anyone listens, if anyone listening, if you listen to me right now, try just put down your phone for a day. Don't use it. A day, three days, five days, a week, two weeks, you know. See how long you can go without using your phone, you know. And let's just kind of see if, you know, who went out in the end, you or your device. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Matthew, I think that would actually be an interesting thing if we were to, you know, if we were to do that. Like, even if it's not necessarily as much as, you know, the phone, but definitely, like, like spend, like, a whole week or so just with really reduced screen time. I think that would be interesting to do later on. Yeah, that would be, that, that, that wouldn't be bad. You know, just, like, get an app, monitor how much you use it, and then maybe take it down an hour or 30 minutes or two hours or however long you feel like you need. 
like you know if you're spending five hours a day on your phone or four then lower it down to three or two or you know just kind of set limits for yourself and see if you can attain those goals yeah absolutely we'll definitely have to chat about this after this but thank you once again matthew for joining me today it's always a pleasure having you of course and i'm honored to be a guest i had a really good time talking about all these things Yeah, absolutely. And have a great and wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to y'all later.